This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Speakeronomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me. Speakeronomics is a show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world, of course. Now, join me for the journey, will you? Today, we're talking about TV, getting rid of ABC, NBC, and all the C's. No, we're not talking about cutting the cable, folks. About We're talking about how you can get rid of traditional media approaches and build a media savvy brand as a speaker. And guess what? We've got my guy, Rich Bontrigger, on the show to talk about that. Rich, welcome to the show. Robert, how's it going today, man? Loving this. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, listen, on this show, we like to bring the boom from round one. So, Rich, what is that magnetic, can't live without it speaker tip that you have for us today? The number one thing you need to know is be a go-to expert that you want to be, you can now build your own media empire. And you, like you said, you don't need ABC. You can build your own empire your way to have the impact you want to have. Love it. Love it. I should have asked if people want their own empire and <laughs> set that up at the beginning Who of the show. Who doesn't want their own empire? Come on. I know. I know. Well, listen, before we jump in with Rich, we want to hear from you. We want your voice. We want to hear about your business, about the topics that we share, and even more so, be sure to send us a message by visiting speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. And yes, when you click the link, you must leave a message so that we can play it on the show the next time that we have an episode. <laughs> All right. So as a matter of fact, let's stop for a moment and let's listen to this week's voicemails. The question or the prompt from last time was, Share with us a goosebump moment that you've had as a professional speaker. My goosebump moment was when a man came up to me at a corporate retreat and told me something that almost brought me to tears. I had spoken for the group the year before, which rarely happens doing back-to-back events, the same organization. But he told me that he and his wife the year before were on the brink of divorce. And when he saw me this second year, he said that he had actually applied the communication strategies that I had shared and changed his style from the you better, you need to, you should, to I would appreciate, I would prefer. And that changed everything for him and his wife. And now they were actually working things out. In that moment, I thought, you know what, maybe we really do make a difference because sometimes we're not sure if we're making a difference out there. And in this moment, I felt like 
maybe maybe this really makes a difference. Goosebump moment for sure. This is Vincent Ivan Phipps. I accidentally sent in an invoice that I thought was supposed to be $1,000. I accidentally sent in the invoice with an extra zero and made the invoice $10,000. When the client sent me a $5,000 check, I thought I owed them $4,000 back and I set up a conference call to apologize on my mistake. It was to my understanding that they thought that I wanted the full $10,000 up front and they asked me for my forgiveness that I can keep the $5,000 check and upon arrival, they would send me the second half, which was another $5,000 check. I had no idea we were worth so much to others in the speaking industry. So at that moment, I changed my fee. It wasn't 10000 all the time, but it made me realize that we have to be clear about what value we bring. Vincent and Sarita, thank you so much for stopping by to share your thoughts. OMG, fantastic. Thank you so much to our amazing listeners. We love your input. We love your voice. We love your opinion. So again, at the end of every episode, we'll ask a question and all we need you to do is to go to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail, leave a response, leave your name so that we can get your hot and spicy opinions on the show. We've got you. All right, let's get into it. Rich Bontrigger teaches people how to rock the stage. He helps people unleash their authority by learning media savvy brand skills because he wants you to shine not be shiny there's makeup for that he wants you to show up at your best both physically and technically rich trigger my man how you doing today great robert it's great to be here and again media 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 is your new best friend so you're, you're talking about getting rid of abc nbc i mean I want to I want to be on Good Morning America. I want to be on on those shows. You're telling me I don't need to be on those shows in order to build a, a media savvy brand. No, you really don't. Now, they're great to get. But we spend too much money, too much time striving for that. And we're missing the opportunities to elevate ourselves, our brand as the go to expert. Why wait when you can do it right now by learning how to build your own media empire? Isn't that hard? Doesn't that take a lot of time and effort and expense? I just want to go to the show. How do I do that in the background without with easily? How do I do that easily? So most of us are already creating content. Most of us already have a YouTube channel or a TikTok channel. We're already producing some sort of video content. Many of us have a book. Many of us have blogs. We've already got media elements, but we're not pulling them together as a media empire and that's the mental shift i help coach to pull it together so people do know where to find you and they follow you faster and faster did did i just hear you advocate for speakers to be on tiktok yes i did (laughs) and if you're not on tiktok as a speaker shame on you it is one of the fastest growing platforms for professionals it's not just for the silly dances the lip singing and all that stuff there's now a professional side that's rapidly growing because that micro content clip, if used properly, leads to longer play clips and people can learn more and learn more. So learn how to use the micro to get to the big play. Wow. 
you said there's a professional side. Is that something that is a secret? Is that something that I have to apply for? How do I access that professional side? Yeah, they're they're going through a process. They've been beta testing with us, but they're realizing businesses can shine on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Instagram's been doing this for years. Uh, Facebook's been doing it for years. Now TikTok's realizing uh, mom and dad, the business owners, want to shine on here too. So you can do a 30, 60, 90 second info commercial, teach them something, and then say, you want to learn more, lead them to where you want to lead them. Lead them to your website, to your YouTube channel, to wherever your media content is going to live and breathe and keep building out from there. So how do I set this up? Is this just flicking on a camera and a microphone and talking? What do I need to know in order to make this a valuable enterprise for me as a speaker? So you need to learn how to think like TV now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mind has already been there. I've been doing this for over 36 years in radio and in television. So now I'm teaching people how to look in the camera, mm-hmm. how to even create a mini set, whether it's a virtual set or a in-person set. You need to bring your brand alive. So when they turn on the TV, just like watching Walt Disney, the wonderful world of Disney back in the day, mm-hmm. you knew it was Disney. You knew Mickey Mouse was going to pop up. You knew Tinkerbell. You need to create your set so that your brand screams, and then you start teaching, educating, speaking, and people will be engaged with you because you're on brand right away. So one of the hardest things for a lot of speakers, and I'll even dare say content creators, is this temptation to just create the content and just assume if you build it, they will come. But we find that that isn't always the truth. How do I get eyeballs on the content that I'm creating, especially if I'm trying to replace ABC and NBC and all the C's? So one way is to do what you did today, Use a teaser, a short soundbite from inside the major interview. Mm-hmm. Create your own fun teaser before you get into the real content. Hit them really fast, really hard. Uh, throw out the hot topic of the day and then get that to be your lead magnet to pull them into it. TV's been doing this with TV commercial trailers for your favorite spy show, mm-hmm. spy movie. A little teaser that gets you all jacked up, a little excited, and then you want to watch the rest of it. So find a way to get a teaser the teaser's got to be on market, on brand, to your target market. It can't just be for everyone. Know who your market is, aim for your market, speak to your market, and then tease them with something that they have to know more about. Is that a skill or is there somewhere that I can shortcut that or something that I can use to help me with writing teasers or hooks? What's your suggestion? So, A, I believe in coaching. I think everyone needs coaching. The more we're going to get in media-centric, Mm-hmm. You need coaching. This It doesn't happen by accident. Now, I would also say start watching TV and movies through those lens. Start watching film trailers through that lens. If they can do that with the film trailer and I want to go see this movie or the film trailer tells you it's a bad movie, you know what you're going to get. Start thinking in those terms and building your media with that same type of creative flair and intentionality. Now, what's going to make me stand out? I've got this media that I'm building and you're talking and I'm sure that there are a lot of other speakers that are listening to this Speakernomics episode and they're saying, aha, Trigger's got the answer and I'm going to go out and make my videos. What would make me stand out from anybody else who's got a teaser or all the elements that you've mentioned? 
One of the big changes from the in-person live stage to the virtual stage or the media that we're talking about now is we're used to talking to everyone all at once. More than ever, you need to talk in I, you, you and I. Hey, Robert, great to see you. Call by first names. Yeah. The personal touch of what we talk about, breaking the glass. You have to have more of a personal touch than ever before. Stop saying you all, everybody today. I'm glad you're all here. Changes to the personal communication, that will elevate you right away because it will literally feel like you're talking one-on-one. Even though you're talking to masses, people will feel you're really talking to them. Also, the camera. You need to fall in love with the camera. Yeah, That is your girlfriend, your wife, your best friend. You're going out for a cup of coffee, and you want to have a great conversation with that camera. The eye contact and the physicality is very important. Absolutely. Now, you're a professional. You, you've done this for quite some time, and I am brand new. Are there pieces of equipment? Are there things that I need to have in order to show up in a polished way when I'm getting started with this? So, yes, more and more, we do need good lighting. We do need a good microphone. Um, your laptop microphone will get you by in the, the early stages, but get a lapel mic. Go to a lapel mic as soon as you can, because that will pick up your true chest cavity sound, more direct sound. Eventually get a studio mic, like you and I both have good studio mics. You want to raise that. People will watch bad video, but they will not watch bad video with bad audio. Mm. So you need to make sure they will listen and stay tuned. When it does come to that video quality again, I coach people, I rely heavily on green screen. My brand appears the minute you turn on. I am in a TV studio. Sometimes I'll have a logo, or if you're an author, have a book that you're an expert on. But since you're talking media content, you have a free billboard now. Mm -hmm. You have a free billboard right behind you every time you turn on the camera. Mark it through that billboard. It will speak for you before you even say a word. What would you say is the best platform to do this, to build this media savvy brand on? Because we've got all these social media platforms and do I need to be on all of them? Do I need to choose one? Which one is the best? Right now, the best is still YouTube. Number one, it's free. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's got the second best search engine behind it because it's owned by Google and Google's number one. So you can't go wrong with that search engine also, people are used to going on to YouTube for everything from fixing your toilet to fixing a snowblower to anything. They have it all there. But now as a speaker, YouTube is also creating community pages on your YouTube channels. And they're also adding a podcast channel on there. So they're going more for viewerships, not for long-term fans that are subscribers. They're going to creating their own TV media channel themselves. So I would say start there, number one. It's the easiest. And um, most people already know how to find it. You just need to link it to your website, link it on LinkedIn, start with YouTube, and then grow to platforms like Restream that I use very often. Let's talk about perception, though, because I've seen people on Facebook or other social media platforms say, hey, y'all, I've got a show that I'm launching. I'm launching a new TV show and then it's on YouTube and it doesn't look like a TV production or, or, or that type of quality. Anybody else that is watching, what do I need to do to really legitimize my show? And I'm air quotes here. 
That's a great question because you do want to make it legitimate. If you're going to call it a TV show, call your YouTube channel, blank, 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 TV show. Mm-hmm. Actually brand your YouTube channel as a TV show, TV channel, TV network, whatever you want to call it. And then you need to film in letterbox. The days of the square TV when I was a kid, when you were a kid, Robert, the square tube is gone. Yeah. So you now need to film in the, the rectangular letterbox fashion. And then you need to have catchy thumbnails that show that you're media savvy. Your thumbnails are the first thing people look at. Your title, your logo, the colors. It needs to have a pop to separate you from everybody else. And then again, put the word TV right on there or live show. But you need to let them know it is going to be a TV quality viewership participation is more tv-esque not radio so you need to really leverage all those things so the minute they see it they're expecting something better so now i've got this tv show i've got this media brand that i'm creating here what do you recommend for speakers as far as using this content to pitch themselves to organizations or maybe even to other media how do you recommend going about that Use it as a value add. You are educating now. You are a communicator about your go-to expertise. You are the expert, but you're not going to sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. You can sell by saying, I work with my client or we worked on this project. As you either interview, discuss, share, drop in the value you give other people, and that's how you sell yourself now as that media expert. And the other way, really fun way that I love to do it is I leave cliffhangers at the end of my show. I want you to come back for the next one. Wow. So I intentionally get it all buzzed up at the end, get you all excited at the end. And I'm going to leave you hanging for more by teeing up the next episode. But you got to come back for more. So let's dig into that just for a moment. How do I know what's even coming next? A lot of people, we just got to get on on camera. We turn on the camera and we record. And we're thinking about that episode. How do I need to set this up? How can I create something where I can have those types of cliffhangers and know what's coming next? So again, you need to think like a TV station. They have their, the, 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 the old TV guide is the best way to look at it. Remember the TV guide? Mm. You go through and find the weekly lineup and you know what day Magnum PI was on or you know CSI, whatever. You need to start thinking that way and planning your calendar content to know what's coming up ahead of time. Yeah. So you literally need to know you're going to talk about podcasting one show. You're going to talk about being an author one show. Now, how do you bridge the gap between those two? There is a bridge. You need to intentionally know where you finish the one about podcasting, how those podcasts relate to authorship now. And then after the authorship, how does it relate to the next topic with the next guest? And you have to have intentional bridges to keep that engine going. Let's back up for just a second. I I thought of something else when we asked the question about legitimacy. If I have a show and I say to someone that I'm pitching this to, hey, I've got this show on YouTube and they come and they see that there are only five views or five plays on that. Mm-hmm. What does that do for my brand? Is there a way for me to navigate that and still show up as somebody that's viable? Yeah, no, that's another great question because they are going to check you out. And you should check out the shows you get invited on. You do want to know if they're credible, if they're growing, scaling. So that is important. 
There is the playthrough rate now, which they're really focusing on how long do people stay on, Mm -hmm. just like the Nielsen ratings used to do. How long do they stay on for these shows? That's very important. The Nielsen's YouTube's kind of going the same direction. The other thing is, what are the comments? If you have a lot of activity and comments, share that because there's an interaction value to your guest. One of the reasons I use Restream more and more is I have the visibility of the live playthrough, but I'm on multiple channels now. So now I need to collect viewership from not just one channel, but five different channels. So you may have two on one channel, 15 on another channel, four on another channel. You need to collect that data now and have a info sheet on your show saying my viewership on multiple channels equals that. Because now you're talking about larger reach, more eyeballs, more channels, and who doesn't want to be seen on more, not just on one? Wow. So you just talked about live. Some people say, well, you know, Rich, I'm not so great at live. I want to do it recorded. Do you have any recommendations with regard to percentages? If I'm building out a content calendar, how much of it should be live versus how much should be recorded? I would think if you're beginning, you want to do recorded. Mm -hmm. We're naturally nervous. We're worried what other people are going to say. We see the replay and we don't like this, um, that, uh, and whatever. So I would say start with replay. Now, I'm at the point where I've always loved doing live. I come off sports play-by-play, sports entertainment, talk shows. The live for me is the magic of the moment. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if something's going to go off kilter. For me, that's fun. That may scare the bejeebies out of some people, Robert, and they may not want to go that direction. So get some wins under your belt. Another way to get those wins under your belt is have a best of go-to series. When you get these shows running, one thing people do want to see is your success. If you've interviewed a well-known athlete, a star, an author, put that in your best of collection. Don't lead them to your main funnel. Lead them to your best of channel. And that will give them confidence because not every show is a home run, be honest. So yeah. that's another way as you get these shows going, be aware of which ones were hits and market those as you keep growing and scaling. So we're almost 20 minutes in here and I want us to give this super valuable piece of content. Let's, let's do a quick walkthrough here. So I've created content. Let's just, for sake of argument, I've created five pieces of content. Walk me through as a speaker from the content creation to the money, from the content to the cash. What are the steps that I need to take from creating the content to the monetization of it? So one one decision you got to make is, are you going to have an opening, closing, and kind of have that cover shot and make it a mini micro show? Decide that. A lot of people now are just going with the illusion that it was live. So they're just jumping right in. Mm -hmm. And the trend is people like that too. So decide how polished you want to be and how just kind of raw do you want to be. That's step one, I think. Then you want to figure out, are you going to launch it all at one time? Do like this new launch on every channel? Or are you going to have it have a trickle effect and move from one channel the next day, another channel, the next day, another channel to keep the rollout stretching longer. I think that's probably number two. Then you have to figure out in your descriptions, what are you going to put in your little description of the show? Highlight the guest, highlight the topic. What are your hashtags? And also, do you have a lead magnet? Now, now, now's the big trick. 
the lead magnet to go back to your website. You have a free PDF. You have a booklet. You have a questionnaire. What are you going to do from that content to take you to that next purchase or to the new course you're going to launch? Many people are using these little video clips to tease. Here's what we're going to be talking about on my new podcasting 101. Mm-hmm. Give a little commercial, talk a little bit about it, and then say the link is right here. Register for my podcast 101. And that's where the money starts coming in. The other way to do that is do a chain of content that doesn't relate. So it makes them go to one content, to another content, to another content. And your rate will go up because they're learning more, wanting more, and it gets them into your ecosystem longer. There's a lot of different ways to do it. But one of the key elements is here, have good text content, great lead content to where you're going next to match the video content that they caught and they listened to. Folks, if you have not listened to anything else in this episode, Rich just gave you the two-minute masterclass on going from content to cash. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) This has been fantastic. I, I, I just love, this has been so good. Rich, what is the one question that you have, you want to leave with our audience today? What is that one media asset that you want to elevate and grow so that you do stand out as a go-to element? What is that one media source you currently have that you want to put on steroids and go higher and higher so you stand out? I love it. We want to hear from you. Answer Rich's question. What is the one piece of content or what's that one media source that you have that you know you need to elevate? Send us your thoughts. Send us your responses. Send us your opinions to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Rich, it's been fantastic to have you, my friend. Robert, it's great. And by the way, congratulations on now hosting Speakernomics. Congratulations, Rocket. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. This has been phenomenal. It's been gold. It's been silver. It's been platinum. It's been all of the medals and all of the things. And now is your turn. You've got to not just listen, but you got to do the work. You've got to convert the theory. You've got to convert the concepts to action. And if you follow that, if you begin to move into action, you'll find that your business is going to grow and grow and grow. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.